Welcome. In this recruitment startup series, Louise Triance of UK Recruiter welcomes Rachel Allen of Making Recruitment Social, where they talk social media for startups and give you everything you need to know if you don't quite yet have the budget to outsource. Well, hello there and welcome to our Recruitment Startup Series. Um, I'm Louise Tryons from UK Recruiter. If you're watching us live on Crowdcast, say hi in the sidebar. If you're watching us live on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, say hi there too. Um, anybody's got any questions today, if you pop them in the comments, I'm very happy to ask my guests the questions. If we don't get them answered in the show, I'll put them into the blog post, which we'll do post the event. So without further ado, I'll stop speaking and let my guests introduce herself. Rachel, do you want to just say who you are and who you work with? Sure, um, thank you. Um, my name is Rachel Allen. I'm the director of an agency called Making Recruitment Social. Um, we offer social media packages and um, various levels for recruiters um, and in particular I'm here today to talk about a proposition that I've got for startup recruiters. Okay, that's brilliant. So, now, Oh, excuse me. The people who are watching this um, show are very likely to be in the first 18 months as a startup. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe they are uh, working from a back bedroom or um, got small office space. Maybe there's just a couple of them in the team. Maybe there's you know, five or six. And I mm -hmm. think what you're doing is equally applicable to anybody who's in that sort of um, first couple of years and beyond of starting. The really hard bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, OK, cool. So. Um, I'm going to ask you a ton of questions about the offering so that people can get an angle on that. But also I've got some questions um, for people who are watching this who just want to understand a bit more about how to use social media in their yeah, sure. businesses. So um, if people have got a question about social media, not specifically Rachel's offering, that's cool. We're going to answer those too. Um, so, Rachel, first of all, can you want to give me a bit of, bit of background on your own recruitment marketing experience? Sure. So I've worked in marketing for almost 20 years. We're still going with over 15, um, largely in professional services. And for the last five years since I started up my own business, I've worked with a number of recruiters across healthcare, construction and um, management professionals and just really, really like recruitment. Um, I think it covers so many different aspects and I really love the people and the human aspect of it. So at uh, the end of last year, I rebranded um, to Making Recruitment Social because I wanted a business that really reflected what it was that we do. And it's largely around blogging and social media management basically making recruitment um, social. But as a professional marketer, I've got a wide um, experience in general marketing so i do find that some of my recruitment clients bring me in for blogging and social media and then they say ah but we really need to do a bit more sort of marketing strategy or um so it lends itself really really nicely to and, and i think as well as a social media person to have that sort of marketing discipline yeah around all of the different aspects of, of marketing I think that just makes the social media management and the content creation a lot more effective so in the five years since I've been working with recruiters I found that a number of them I've you know they've not been able to afford this service um, but they really need it it's when they're when you're starting out that that's when you need to build your brand and get people to know who you are so I've developed making recruitment social 
as an online platform where I kind of give ready done content okay. for agencies to adapt to fit their agency so you can actually do your social media recruitment sorry your social media marketing in 30 minutes a week <laughs> which seems yeah. astonishing doesn't it well, i guess that's because you're doing the legwork for them i yeah. do the legwork yeah so the thing is you go oh yeah i've got to do my social media and you go oh where do, you know yeah. where do i start yeah. uh, and actually i've got a platform of stuff ready to go and you can kind of go I don't oh that doesn't really sit well with us oh that's brilliant but actually i want to add these bits in it's giving you a, a starting point um and i think you know you can do an awful lot more if you're able to put some more hours in yeah. your your social media will be more effective it's a case of what you put you get out what you put in okay. but i just wanted to bring something to the market to give people where you know I, I, I'm in the same position. I'm a, I'm a small business. So you're doing your accounting. You've got HR contracts. You, you know, you're trying to find premises. You're, you're trying to do your business development. It's really, really flipping hard. And your social media is something that you need to you need to do. It's it's a hugely important um, part of marketing for recruiters. And sometimes it just falls down the list because yeah. no one's demanding it. No. Whereas with this platform, you can pick and choose the content that sits in with your agency's brand and, and you can just customise it as you want and, and it's gone and done. So at least you're putting something out there. Okay. So what we're talking about here for, for recruitment business who are trying to engage with candidates and clients, mm -hmm. it, it, social media is, is, is a large area. We've got, you've touched on blogging. Um, yeah. There's use of social media, more traditional social media channels like Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess then there's the engagement part of it. So yeah. um, if, if you're allowing them to do that in 30 minutes a week, um, how much time are you saving? I mean, if, if you were giving advice to a business on doing this themselves and not working through you, how much time a week should somebody in the first year of setting up a recruitment business be spending on social media? I think it depends on how good you are at writing. I think it's really time consuming. Mm -hmm. It can be really time consuming. And I think there's this sort of misconception that you need to be on every single platform, okay. uh, which I think is just rubbish. Work, go back to basics, work out where your audience spends their time, mm -hmm. use the data that's available to you mm -hmm. and do really good stuff where your audience is. Okay. Um, I, I think that's sort of like my biggest piece of advice, really. Yeah. It's really hard to say how much time they they would save. But I think if you spent the 30 minutes a week, you could see quite a lot of stuff. But just because you're putting stuff out there, you know, so people forget social media is about being social. It's about yeah. two way conversations. So what we're doing with the social media is trying to spark conversation. You've got to manage the conversation two ways. Yes. So okay. yeah, you've got to put that time into to making it conversational. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're helping businesses to find the right content to share to start a conversation. So yeah. can you give me an example of, of what would be the typical, what would be a bit of content that if you were looking to position yourself as an expert in a certain niche, which is what all recruiters you're starting up should be, you should have your niche. 
Mm-hmm. What, what sort of content might they share to start that conversation? So say, for example, you're recruiting finance professionals. Mm-hmm. So I would be through the content cow, I would be tagging content in that I think is relevant to finance professionals. So at the minute, um, it's a lot about IR35. So I would be sharing sector and industry news, tips and things that you know that the recruiters that were using my platform could just kind of rebadge and say you know this is a really good article i found this really good article you need to consider this aspect of it um so obviously we've just had tax return season as well so again it would be tips around um things related to that so um i do like to follow the professional bodies as well because i think they have a wealth of information and that's worth getting out there um, i think you can have a little bit of fun as well so the national days you can hook you know more serious topics on there but you can also have a little bit of fun because although you want to position yourself as an expert it is meant to be fun and engaging as well so it's about finding the right mix yeah and i think that it is just that isn't it it's about finding something which attracts somebody else who you want to have a conversation with mm. to engage okay yeah. um and is and so that's in terms of um using the platform to share content mm-hmm. um in terms of things like blogs i mean yeah. were you talking about using the platform for recruiters to be able to create their own blog content yeah absolutely so oh let me just have a look at one that i've put up today so for example um we're working on content for april at the moment so i um, just populating the system so it's um, world health day okay so that's something where the theme this year is around mid midwives and nurses so if you recruit in that sector that would be a really good um, thing to, to write a blog about. So in the, I don't, through the platform that I'm sort of talking about today, I don't write blogs, I can write blogs for you. And that's something that if you had a series of blogs you wanted me to write, I'd absolutely do that for you. Yeah. Um, but um, you could use the platform to give you the inspiration to pull 500 words together. So within the platform, I kind of ask questions. What is it that you specifically do? How do you work with um, other professionals in, in that sector? Just things to, prov- to provoke some thought. Yeah. And I guess handholding along the way. So, um, I mean, I've been blogging for a long time. I'm sure you have too. And you just get a style and you get the hang of it. But I remember those early days torturing myself over what I was writing and whether I was including the right stuff. Yeah. I think that having somebody there who will say, this is a topic you ought to consider writing about. These are the things you want to ensure you've covered. Here's some tips. You know, people love bullet points in blogs. So seven yeah. ways, blah, blah, blah. So if you're able to support um, these startup recruiters in writing that content. Mm-hmm. And that's right, we're not talking about necessarily writing it on your site as a blog because you can use LinkedIn as a blogging platform. And, yeah, and it's brilliant. Blog. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Obviously, blogging is great if you want to drive traffic to your website yeah. um, and improve your SEO rating. But if you haven't got that ready, yeah. use LinkedIn. If yeah. your audience is on LinkedIn, it's perfect. Yeah, no, okay, great. So um, what would you say is the most important thing that recruiters ought to be thinking about in terms of using social media? I think it's about the three general principles. It's about being authentic, 
So I know that a lot of recruiters are a little bit um, controversial on LinkedIn and they seem to be provoking. And I think having interesting debate is great, but I feel that some people feel that to get engagement, they have to be a little bit aggressive. And that's fine. If when people meet you, that's how your personality comes across. Like, that's cool. Be be authentic. But, you know, just I would err on the side of caution. Um, So adding value and solving problems, that is what um, people want. And just making sure that you're giving people the opportunity to um, engage. I think there's a real thrust over the last sort of four or five years. People, although, I mean, social media is huge. I did a a presentation at the expo um, last week and I didn't put a slide in about the stats and the usage. And It's huge. It's massive. I just didn't want to cover that. I was like, it's just park that. We all know it's great. Let's focus on what we can do. And um, yeah, and I, people just need to do it really, really well. They just need to be really genuine about who they are and adding value and solving problems. People are stopping, they're getting a bit more picky about what they're using and particularly the Generation Z, I find. They're using ad blockers. They're really customizing their field, you know, their platforms so that they're getting just the information that they want. So it's harder and harder to get that engagement. You know, Facebook page reach is just nosediving. You you have to pay. So I think the overriding thing is you will get results if what you're saying is good. Yes. And that's the real challenge, isn't it? Is that if you resonate with the audience then they will come back for more if you write engaging copy then other people will be commenting and liking and that improves your reach um absolutely that's actually a really scary part to be at is that it's you know you look at somebody else i mean i sometimes look at people on linkedin who will write a post and you'll see about 136 comments now if i was a recruiter in the early days of starting up and i was um, putting content out there I reckon I'd be lucky to get three likes. And that's got to be so disheartening. Um, and I think that's why having a kind of a guide to help you through that is, mm. is really useful so that you're not wasting time. Because I'm sure there's plenty of recruiters out there who are spending hours every day fighting to try to get some basic engagement. Mm. I think that that's a real risk of using your time in the wrong way, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think as well, it's about, you know, you see these people with 150 comments and what have you. And I would just say that's wonderful if they're people that they need to have a relationship with. You just need to. Yeah. So I would I would rather five people commented on a post of mine and two of them connected with me and, and chose to buy my service rather yeah. than have 150 who were just like my mates or whatever as lovely as that is but I think people do get a little bit too hung up on the numbers it's you know focus on the results yeah no I totally agree so you've talked about um you know the most important thing that recruiters need to think about but are you finding I mean you just touched on it there a little bit about um, uh, refining the content they're seeing so are we seeing a change in terms of user behavior that therefore affects how we should be using social media Absolutely. I think there's a couple of things that that particularly startup recruiters need to bear in mind. If you produce a piece of content, think about how you can use it a couple of times, you know, refresh, 
re and reuse that's okay just because you've posted something on linkedin or your facebook page doesn't necessarily mean that everyone has seen it or, or read it yes um i i think so when i did the talk at the expo last week i talked about sort of generation x which is um my generation we're good adopters of technology we used to have the in dial up internet and encyclopedias to do our homework we will search out for the information that we want because that's kind of how we how we roll yeah but um the millennials and particularly gen z coming through now their attention spans like that they want it short sharp and snappy like we will read a blog will generation z it, it, it's not to say they can't read a blog but they um but you know their preferred style is instagram stories or um or, or something quick and snappy video um is really key and also around I think the influencer model is going to be key. And I think that there's a lot that um, recruiters can do in their marketing to kind mm. of adapt, adopt that influencer model. So, you know, the Gen Z, they've grown up with Joe and Zoe Sugg and, you know, the YouTubers, Saffron Baker, people like that. And they will trust and believe those people more than they would a brand. Yes. And that is sort of the, ch the change from sort of Gen X, you know, via the millennials through to Gen Z, you know, people were questioning what they're seeing online more. And I think the platforms, particularly Instagram's doing a lot to connect influencers to brands because influencer marketing is huge. And I think that positioning yourself as an expert in your mm. field is, is really going to help yeah okay marketing yeah okay i'm going to come on to a question about instagram and tiktok in a minute but i've got two questions inside yeah sure. so joseph says excuse me squinting to read this um, how would you help to put out content that stands out to prospective clients when you are competing with large organizations so i mean i, I definitely see that as a problem for startups is that say you're a financial recruiter you think you're going to talk about r35 but there's lots of vendors already talking in that space and other recruiters is it not really tricky to be heard it is tricky to be heard i think that for me it would be around going back to what is the issue that you as a recruiter can solve that around IR35 or whatever it is versus the big boys that you're competing up against I think that's the absolute key if you can get your content positioned really really effectively in terms of what it is that you do to really solve the the issue that's what will get you heard it i you know i don't feel like there's a crazy algorithm hack or anything that you can do um to to win yeah. i think it's about just making sure that you're making yourself as accessible as possible so for example if you want to write a blog post because you've got a really good niche about how you solve this particular problem again go back to um i talked about it at the expo but your gen x your, your millennials your gen z we all consume information in different ways so take that same message and push it out through all of the different mechanisms available if you use linkedin live or do a linkedin video you know write it on your blog so that that 
that piece of information is out there in as many different ways as you possibly can and without being spammy but just okay. keep thinking about ways to twist it on its head and that's something that i have um always totally agreed with is that i see people who write a piece of content and it was great but they're not sharing it across different platforms with mm -hmm. slightly different messaging um you know you can like, say put a video with it put an instagram image with it um, and also and i know you touched on this earlier is engaging afterwards so if you do get any comments start that engagement piece up if someone asks you a question yeah but then you could use that so say if you write your blog post and so somebody comments uh, uh, you can then use that and say i wrote the blog post last week and one of my connections asked this question yeah. and then share it again it's just and that's what i want to be coaching people to do is just to be thinking yeah. ah yeah actually that's a way to use that question to redirect people to that post no. So your platform's giving them the starting point of this is the sort of thing that you can share. These are the sort of places you can share it. But then you have to continue to build upon that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Katie's question, and th this was one of my questions. So we're going to come to it via Katie, which is uh, where would you place the focus for social media? Is it on clients or candidates? Now, Katie's priority is getting clients as a new agency. But at some point, she's going to need those good candidates too. Yeah, so um, two of my um, clients, one, he just says, if I've got decent candidates, I'll get the clients. And the other one says, I've got thousands of um, candidates, clients is my issue. I think it's really personal to your agency. I would suggest a mix of both, because like you say, you don't want your pipeline of either to dry up. It's about having that balance. But I would be looking at your analytics on your social, all the social media's insight tabs and think about who who your clients are, who your candidates are and where they spend their time on social media. And also something that I think sort of people expect social media managers to kind of have this magic wand and it's like no we don't necessarily have all the answers we need you know it's about testing trying things testing your approach for one of my um clients one of my first recruitment clients actually worked in um construction so providing like um you know digger drivers and bricklayers and, and people like that and i said to her let's do a, a facebook group and she grew it she works within a location i think she grew it to about 2000 people and that's enough for her and she says i don't put jobs on my website i use that facebook group yeah. but when i recommended it to her we didn't really know how it was going to work out but it absolutely flew so try and test some stuff but use use the information that you've got available use the data to make some educated um yeah. decisions about that and that's another problem, I think, is not only do we maybe not share the content we've created enough, sometimes we don't actually think about what came back from it. Um, yeah. I guess that analytics are not always easy to track, mm -hmm. but, you know, getting a sense over time of whether Instagram is a place for you is really important. Yeah, I know that some of with some of my clients as well, they um, they use Twitter and Twitter can be great. So if you're recruiting IT um, or particularly millennial generation, you know, they, they're fans of Twitter. And I think you can do some cool stuff with Twitter to help you. But then I know that a lot of people use, you know, they, they put their jobs up onto their website and it it just spits out Twitter feeds and the, they're, they're crap. 
yeah. you know, you get no engagement. And I'm like, oh, I'd say you're better off. There's no hashtags, there's nothing. And I'm like, you're better off switching that off. Why? <laughs> Just because it's automated. Yeah. It's controversial view. But that's that's my opinion. But if, if your website spits jobs out onto Twitter and, and you get results from that, keep doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that... that for the majority of people that wouldn't be successful um okay what about tiktok i mean there's these new yeah. channels are we are we going to have to investigate new channels every six months so social media is really rapid in terms of change um tiktok was the fastest growing platform in 2019 so it was called musically and it's largely for your sort of 10 to 20 year olds using it so it's a video platform you can do some cool stuff you can do lip syncing and dance to music videos and stuff like that um do i think recruiters need to jump on it today if you've got time and energy to spend go ahead and do it mm -hmm. if but I, to me it's not about the platform that's important it's about um what you're putting, you know, what your message is. So I would say, don't waste your time on TikTok, but put your efforts into doing really good stuff where you've got an engaged community. Um, from it, so I know a lot of people, um, sort of three, four years ago, were start from recruitment backgrounds were like starting to use Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I've not met anybody that's had great results from Snapchat, and just because oh, it's popular with Generation Z or what have you doesn't necessarily mean that they would be wanting to look for a job through yeah. TikTok. But you can use it to do some cool stuff with your videos if you've got the time to spend on it. But if you if you've got a you know a finite period of time, two hours a week, 30 minutes a week, whatever, I wouldn't concern yourself with it particularly. Right. No, no, okay. And I think that's fair enough, isn't it? I think if the, if you think, oh I'm you know maybe I'll try this campaign on here, I'll muck around it in the evening, see what I can get back. Um, and I have seen people use it for branding and um, purposes, but, yeah. but for the majority of startups, that's not the right not the right time for them. Honestly. I don't think so. I think the point is maybe set up um, a good point that somebody made is actually to buy um, like a username so that you that you've got that. So it, that might yeah. be worth doing um, to make sure that you've got that. But in terms of sort of really spreading your efforts into it, I, I wouldn't worry. Typically, what happens is um, that the, the general public start using these um, platforms. Typically, it's the kids. Then the parents go, oh, what's this? I need to be on here. Then suddenly when, you know, your mum's on Snapchat or TikTok, it's then not cool. So then the kids will move on to the next thing. And um, but then there's a growing user base and then businesses decide. So I would say with TikTok, if TikTok launches TikTok business tools, yeah. that's when it's suitable for you to use. But I think you could tie yourself up in knots on a platform that's not really designed for what it is you need to use. And I think there's enough platforms out there. I wouldn't stress yourself out about it. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you some questions around, um, I've got like another five questions, we're almost yeah. 30 minutes. But, um, I'm, you'd mentioned something to me earlier off screen about augmented reality. Yeah. Is that something recruiters could be using? I absolutely think it's one to watch. So um, latter half of next year, Facebook are launching Facebook Horizons, which is like a virtual reality world. 
I think it could be really cool. Actually, at your event in June, I I can't remember the name of the company, but I had the goggles on. Yeah, and, yeah, and I was I was driving. Um, so I was driving an aeroplane and and landing an aeroplane on a runway and and getting a crane. So this video was around sort of enticing young people for a career in logistics. And I think absolutely brilliant because it's in a in a format that they're really interested in. And I think, you know, you can do some really, really cool creative stuff. It's expensive to do at the moment. Um, but I wonder, my prediction is that Facebook are going to create this world um, through Horizons. And I think that businesses will have the opportunity to kind of almost create their own virtual reality games. So I think in terms of employer branding, um sort of um recruitment marketing i think you know for talking about what life's like at an organization and this is what the culture's like i think that'll be one to watch but um i think um yeah google facebook horizons because they've got some cool um videos on there um but i think it's probably out of a lot of people's budgets at the minute but i think it will be big okay thanks watch this space yeah okay so um my next question was around why are recruiters maybe not getting this right? What's holding them back from being successful at social media? Time. Okay. I absolutely think it's time. And I think sometimes they don't realise they've not necessarily got in the mindset of using things that are going on in their day to day life that they could actually talk about. Um, on social so one of the aspects that I mentioned when I did my talk at the expo last week was around user generated content mm -hmm. and ways that you can use your candidates your clients and your consultants and yourself as a business owner you know all of those aspects are so many different ways to get um, content out there and this user generated content is where you're using actual people to tell the story about your business and that that is absolutely huge and that's really resonating well so um yeah I, I i really want to talk a little bit more about um that um as part of the package that i'm i'm sort of putting together yeah. for people and and i want to build um a community of people that are using this package so that we can kind of share ideas and, and sort of inspiration and you know way, ways and techniques that we've managed to generate um that that content yeah. really and that's that's really useful isn't it when you're um on a journey together and um, yeah it's working for you and um, Stephen says in the comments about people not necessarily having the, the imagination so yeah. um and someone's saying well i did this series yeah around th this well i can see how that could work for my sector yeah absolutely and i think um particularly as consultants so i think you know consultants have got such a lot of value to give and again it's about position i would say you know the mds of, of recruitment companies where you, you know maybe you've got 20 consultants working for you leverage all that experience and all that personality because they're actually going to be your greatest asset in terms of your social media no absolutely okay great so one of the things I think we started to touch on, which is that you have the platform mm -hmm. um, that people can um, buy into and just for 30 minutes a, a week, which is astonishing, yeah. can, can use it. But are you not finding that they need a bit more support? 
Absolutely, and that's why I want to put the um, community together um, to, so that people can kind of self-serve and what have you. Um, so, for example, if you did want branded packages, um, like branded images, that's something that we could um, look at for you. And again, if you wanted a, a blog post, then I could write something tailored for, for your organisation. But the, it's £89 a month, and that gives you access to the calendar, which... Um, I have built using a platform, um, a social media scheduling tool called Content Cow. And that's what I use to run my agency. So you literally take the content, you, you browse through the library of content. It's all tagged so that you can search via month and via um, sector as well. Mm. You can search for the content, have a look through. I've starred the bits where you need to add in your details. You can edit anything that you like. If you go, oh, I would say it this way, great. Just overwrite it. And then you can schedule it to um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. And um, you can also do it to your LinkedIn personal page as well so you can um that is a little bit of extra cost there but you can add a personal profile to your package as well so again you can just get stuff out mm. that's not to say though that the the general stuff um that happens like day-to-day -day, you know brilliant anecdote or what have you still use that you know still do that stuff but you can do that via your phone or you can log into the calendar and just schedule it in if that's what you're used to using but you know for certain you've got content going out every week. It's relevant to the, the audience as you've chosen it. Yeah. Like you say, it's in your own words. So you may help to provide the starting point, but it's still narrated as that recruiter or that consultancy. Yeah, that's it. And that's what and that's a question that Steve's just asked in the sidebar. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If you literally drag and drop it it will be the same as the next recruiter who drags and drops it. But this is about giving you a kind of marketing, you know, a social media plan in a box kind of thing. And it's, you know, it will be better if you adapt it and customise it and put your agencies and your personal personality into it as well. Yeah. OK. And I think that was your first point is be authentic. So yeah. yes, you're sharing something which has been given to you, but make it your own. And yeah. Um, I'm going to quickly go through Conrad's question and then I've got a couple more because we are going sure. to the end of time. So Conrad said, we recruit in hospitality and catering, use all four social channels a lot. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Um, how much do you think we should be posting? How much is too much? I mean, there must come a point where five posts a day on Facebook, is that too much on LinkedIn? How do we know? I would be testing your engagement. So it's it's really hard. Have a think. I would if in, in that situation, I would be having a look and saying, right, what are my like themes around my content? What type of things? So it may be that you're saying five different things around your sector. Um, so I would just look at those five different things and say, how can I say this in a slightly different way? Um, or I, instead of like being prescriptive to say, I think you need to post X number of times. I think it's more around if you're not posting um, or if you're posting but you're not getting any engagement you need to have a look at the time so the time could make a difference I'd make sure that you're getting it out across all the different channels but um, 
you know, write it in a different way. I hate it when I follow a business on face, you know, on, on all the platforms and I see exactly the same post because that's oh drives me nuts. Um, so I always write things, you know, differently for, for everybody because um, what they're expecting to see should be different on each um, on yeah. each platform. So um Oh, it's a really it's a really difficult one to say. I think for me, it would be about making sure that what you're posting is of value yes. and if you're getting the engagement and if you are finding that you're getting good engagement, just try and up it. The worst mistake that I think people make with their social media when they start out is they go off all guns blazing, you know, and they run out of content and, and then and then they have pages like a ghost town build it up yeah. slowly take your time so yes there may be an optimum time but remember like you're not oh, i don't know you know you're not lush cosmetics or innocent smoothies with a massive um you know with a massive um like team to do this do what you have got the time to do and be um quite disciplined about making sure that you do it because i think actually consistency over hitting a magic number on your algorithm is better but do go back at your content and go can i say this in a different way and i think that's why scheduling works as well which is what you spoke about which is that on a monday if you have oh my god i'm overwhelmed with brilliant ideas don't share it on a monday if, if some of it can wait till wednesday because i'm dreadful for that so some days I will have like 15 things I want to put on LinkedIn and I'm like an excitable child. I have to hold myself back and say, I can wait till tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll do it. Um, but yeah, but just because you have an idea doesn't necessarily mean that that's when your audience is ready to receive no. it. So again, scheduling. So I'm I, I hate automating where it's like machine generated content doesn't ugh, don't no. like it. Um, I would say switch it off because people know it's machine generated and they won't engage with it. So it's therefore pointless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, make sure that you're putting your content out when people want to see it. Yeah, it's almost obvious. But I think that we we all are making those mistakes. Well, well not you, but the rest <laughs> of us are making those mistakes. OK, cool. So I've got um, two more questions. One is I you talked about this National Days. Yeah, thing. sure. What's that? So I use national days quite a lot because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the world. There seems to be a national day about pretty much everything. And you can you can pin some good quality content. I mean, Mental Health Awareness Week, I think in the last four or five years is massive. And I think that, you know, mental health is a huge issue um, for particularly millennials and Gen Z. So positioning yourself um, accurately and authentically around mental health is a really good one so that's a brilliant campaign to do some some stuff around but then there's crap like um national pie day if you like pies if you like pies and that is authentic and fits in with you and your brand or say for example one of your team is a massive pie fan brilliant do some cool stuff use that date but don't use it if it feels clunky so i um have prepared a download i think we've got just under 200 it's annoyed me that i didn't get it to 200 over 200 but just under 200 national days mm -hmm. in a download so if you connect with me on linkedin it's rachel emily allen or um that's the long url but yeah rachel allen if you connect with me and just drop me an email with your email address um on there then i can send that to you and it it's just it helps you to get you know 
it's just a, a tool to help you generate ideas and i've got a hashtag directory as well for 250 okay. sector specific hashtags as well okay. i'm giving that away for free right, just perfect. email me on linkedin and i'll just send it to you fabulous so that's ideas about which hashtags to use when you're posting on social media yes relevant to your industry space yes that's right oh, that's great because um, i find that linkedin start started to suggest them to me and sometimes they're crazy just yeah 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 so use those right yeah yeah use them um if you think they're relevant um but they're not always but, yeah but then just have the guide and yeah yeah that's absolutely brilliant okay cool no so, problem um, my final question was um well there's two one is what next steps are so we'll come to that in a minute but if if um people are taking anything away from our conversation and there's loads what would it be that you would want them to remember just be yourself it's about adding value solving problems being really authentic don't start social media that you can't maintain and just be really true to, to yourself make sure that your social media reflects who you are as an individual and your agency's brand okay so much more straightforward if you don't have to fake it it is just yeah. so much easier if i hate it to fake it till you make it no just be who you are because actually what's the point of conning people that you're something because when they actually experience the service they'll go mm, that's not quite what we thought it was no no and then they won't buy it. and then what's that the whole thing was pointless no totally agree okay cool so what are next steps um if someone wants to get in touch with you to find out more about what you do or to use the platform What's the best thing? Sure. Do? So we've got a website. It's www.makingrecruitmentsocial.co.uk. So you can find out there. I've got a, a little demo um, or an intro video into making recruitment social. And I've also got a little video that I can send you um, as well about making recruitment social if that's something that you are interested in. Um, but yeah, just reach out and connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay, cool. So what I'm going to do is I'll put your LinkedIn details and your website address on the blog post that I'll create because I like to blog still yeah. um, on the uh, LinkedIn live feed. I'll update it with your details and Facebook and Twitter because we're streaming to Twitter as well. So, you know, they're, they're all, we're, we're using all the channels apart from Instagram because yes. um, that's where recruiters are. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, cool. Rachel, yeah. I've loved speaking with you. I think Thank there's so you. much useful content here for startups. And I know you're very generous with your time. You're happy to speak to anybody who's got any questions. Absolutely. The platform will work for, for loads of them. So thank yeah. you very much. Good luck, everybody. Um, I'm back the week after next with something completely different, but it is for recruitment startups. So um, join me in two weeks' time. Um, and um, I'll see you all soon. Thanks again. Cheers. Thank Bye -bye. you. If you would like to hear more from UK Recruiter and Recruiter Zone, go to the blog section on our website, ukrecruiter.co.uk.